I cannot believe that it's already the end of 2022. I mean, you've probably heard a thousand people say that at this point, but it's so true. Like, I'm just looking at all the different things that have happened this year, and this has been absolutely an unpredictable year for me. And um, if you've been around here for a while, then you probably know at the beginning of the year, we were just in a totally different spot than we are today. And by that, I mean, I was producing content all of 2021 at mass scale. So I was doing two podcast episodes a week on the Profit Podcast. I was doing three YouTube videos. Yes, I said three, three YouTube videos a week, as well as my weekly newsletter and posting on Instagram. So I feel like 2021 was the year of hustle, if you want to call it that, of just really cranking out content and putting it out there, trying new things, experimenting. So if we had to compare and contrast that with 2022, I have to say 2022 is the year of scaling back and being more intentional. I went from producing that much content last year to this year in April, switching to one podcast episode a week and one YouTube video a week. And it really helped me get super intentional, again, about my content, but also about what my audience needed and how I could best serve them. And so in looking ahead into 2023, there are a few things that are like the writing is on the wall predictions that I know are coming in 2023. And if you're anything like me, you may not be the first one to try something new, right? I'm not usually the first one that's like, outside the Apple store. Actually, I've never, ever done this, but like signing up to get a brand new device or a brand new service. But I will be the one that watches everything like a hawk. Like I will watch all the trends. I may even try something once or twice, but I look at things very intentionally from a bird's eye view. And it's funny because I was thinking about Clubhouse. Do you remember Clubhouse, right? Clubhouse was red hot for a while. And I remember people were claiming like, this is going to be the thing. It's going to kill podcasting. It's like the best thing ever. And no one's ever going to listen to a podcast anymore. Yet here, here we are. <laughs> we are still going strong into 2023. So I just wanted to share with you today a few predictions, I have three exactly, that I think that you should have in your back pocket and think about as you plan your content calendars for 2023. And some of these you may be like, oh my gosh, that sounds incredible, I'm on board. And some of them you're like, nah, no thanks. Like, I'll, I'll let other people do that. But I want you to walk into 2023 with a plan to try some of these ideas out or at least consider them because there are some of these that are absolutely coming. Some of them are here. Some of them are here to stay already. And I want you to have a plan for your content in 2023. So let's get right to it. 
Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach you how to start, launch, and market your content with confidence. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of content creation, this is the show that will help be your time-saving shortcut. So let's get right to it, shall we? Okay, so we are just going to dive right in. So number one, the first prediction that I have for content in 2023 is a big one. So I see people using AI technology regularly, like on a regular basis, if not every single day. Now hear me out because you're like, uh, what are you talking about? Like, I don't have any robots in my house. I don't have like anything that, well, I'm like, mm, do you have, do you have Siri? Do you have Alexa? Mm, you, it may be a lot closer to home than you think, but that's not the type of AI technology I'm talking about today. What I'm talking about is actually some of the more subtle things on the back end of what you're going to be doing for your content and for your business. And the first thing, like, let's talk about this. Have you seen that Canva released their magic right feature? Like R-I, or sorry, not R-I, W-R-I-T-E, right, magic right. So this is a tool that you can just throw in a few starting words and it turns it into a short article. And I'm going to link in the show notes to the full article that it created for me, but I'm really impressed by how quickly the ideas came out of this process. And all I had to do was give it three words. So what you can do is, um, I don't know if this is just a Canva Pro feature, but I do have a Canva Pro account. If you want to try out Canva, like the pro version, go to crystalprofit.com forward slash Canva, and you can try it for 30 days for free. So maybe you can try out this and see if you like it. I think Canva is 100% worth the money that you pay for your subscription, a hundred percent. It's it's incredible. But anyway, so the magic right example of what I did is I typed in three words. I typed in content strategy, podcasting, and YouTube. And again, I'm going to link in the show notes to exactly what the bot gave me, but it was pretty elaborate for me only having to type in three words, like three content topics that I talk about all the time. And it spits something out in 15 seconds, and all I had to do was give it three words. This is the type of AI technology that I'm talking about. I'm talking about there are other platforms out there. People have asked me about Jasper AI. It's one that I see ads for it all the time on Instagram. I've never used it, so I can't say whether it's good or bad. I've seen uh, copy.ai. I've seen other ones that other people have asked me about, like, hey, have you tried that? So they're they're here. They are absolutely here. But I also use Grammarly. Like, let's talk about Grammarly. Like, we don't think about that as a bot, but it's absolutely what it is. Like I use it, I used it today whenever I was creating the outline for this episode. I wrote out like my rough draft of all the ideas of what I wanted to talk about. And then what did I do? I clicked a button and it not only does spell check, auto correction, like that type of stuff, it gave me suggestions for things that I can do to write better. Again, I have the paid version of Grammarly, 100% worth it. If you are writing a lot, a lot, a lot, which I write a lot all the time, 
I need help in a lot of these areas for making things sound better and not just spell checking, telling me something's messed up. I need help with my grammar all the time. It's actually really sad. <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't admit this. I'm like, oh, I'm a writer. I write it like my grammar sucks. It's terrible. But I rely on tools like Grammarly to help me just be better, be better at writing. And it's just one of those things that I just, I I love it so much. I love that I can get help in these areas where I'm just typically not the best naturally. Like naturally, I'm not a super gifted writer, but I know how to rely on tools to help me sound better. So if copywriting is something that you struggle with or it's something that you really haven't gotten started with because you're just like, I'm not that great at writing, rely on tools. Like start Googling tools that you can use to help you get better with your copywriting. So that's one way that you can use some AI technology on a more regular basis. But then the other one is avatars. Okay, now hear me out. You've seen them. I've seen them. And over the last three to five years, we've seen versions of avatars popping up all over social media and other places online. Thank you, Metaverse. We know that this is, you know, (laughs) a lot of this has to do with you. And we'll continue to see these used in content in some way or another. Now, do I think that avatars like are going to replace people in their YouTube videos or in their video content? No, I really don't. I don't think that we're just going to see talking heads of avatars all over the place. However, I will say it's pretty attention grabbing when you expect to see the same thing, like if someone's been just producing talking head videos on YouTube for a long time, and then they see an avatar speaking to you, it's a little shocking. It's very different. It's something that I think that we'll see more of in the content space. Do I know to what extent and how much we'll see it? How often? No, I don't know that. But I think that it's going to be something that we continue to experiment with and see what works, what doesn't. And it's really weird to think about it, right? It's weird to think about we have these avatars that are on our phones or that we could use on Zoom and like all these different backgrounds. Like, I mean, it's, the stuff is here. It is here to stay. And I think about my kids and their love of, of, you know, we'll call my parents and they want to FaceTime with them. And the first thing they do is go over to the little avatars on my iPhone and they switch their faces to like the poop emoji or the skull or the panda bear on my iPhone. And it's this little subtle shift in how we communicate, but it's something that's not going away anytime soon. So I want to throw that out there as something that maybe you could experiment in some way with avatars, whether it's something that looks exactly like you or it's something that doesn't look like you at all or, you know, whatever. Maybe there's even other cool ways to use avatars that I haven't been exposed to, but I think it's something worth considering, right? I'm not telling you you have to try this out. It's like all the rage and all the cool kids are doing it today. But I will say that it's something that could be attention grabbing, especially if you find that your content has gotten a little stale in your videos or maybe the way that you 
you know, get self-conscious about the way you look or something. Like, I mean, there is a place to experiment with this and just try it out, right? It's not going to hurt anything if you just try something new. By the way, speaking of avatars, (laughs) we did go see the new Avatar movie, the second one, on my birthday. It was so, so good. So highly recommend you have to go see this in the movie theater. You absolutely have to. I laughed. I cried. Oh my gosh. And I don't know. I don't know if I should go on record to say this, but I think it might be better than the first one. I know. What? Are you kidding me? I know. It was so good. Okay. So enough about avatars. Enough about AI. So good. You should try it out. You should consider adding it to your content. So let's move on to number two. The second prediction that I have for 2023 in your content is having exclusive content. Now, this is something that is going to keep trending upward because I have seen it everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So whether it's a private podcast, an IG subscription, or premium monthly Zoom chats, Having exclusive content is truly the ultimate way to connect with your VIP fans. So I want you to think about this from a consumer standpoint, but also from a creator standpoint. Like, what are you creating? How can you make it more exclusive? And then what are you consuming? And is that something that you can replicate in your own content? But you can also charge more money for this type of content. And you create that deep brand loyalty with your fan base when you deliver something incredible. And and I know some of you are going to roll your eyes when I say this, but it could be something as simple as your time. Your time. Like premium monthly Zoom calls. So I actually was part of a, let me see, this would have been in 2021. I joined a membership. I didn't stay for long because I actually, I got what I needed from the membership and because it was so, so good. I didn't need to continue to join it for a monthly ongoing uh, session, but I joined and it was totally worth it. I think it was like $27 for two months or not for two months. It was $27 per month. And I think I stayed in it for about two months, but it was totally worth it. It was a short presentation and then like an hour-long Q&A. So it doesn't have to be something that is like mind-blowing over the top. You need to charge hundreds of dollars for it. Like it could be something very, very simple, but it was something that I loved the way that the content was formatted. I loved the interaction time that I got with the host of these events and the fact that I got to go on Zoom and ask her my specific questions and interact with other people that are in kind of the same space as me. And it was just really cool to do that. And also, every time I log on to Instagram now, I don't know if this is just me, if this is my algorithm, but I get a new notification that someone I'm following now has exclusive content. So it's like, oh, sign up for this person's subscription and get their monthly exclusive content. And we've all seen those like chat badges on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. And I see this stuff coming, like exclusive content. I guess I shouldn't say coming, it's here. Like it is here to stay. Like it is 
starting to become just a way of life for people that they understand subscriptions. Everyone has a Netflix account. Everyone has Disney Plus. Everyone has like all these different types of subscriptions for the content that they consume for entertainment purposes. So consider doing it also for business purposes. What is a way that you can create exclusive content that was created just for your people, just for the people in your audience, just for the people in your exclusive little niche on the internet that you can really capitalize on delivering something that blows their freaking socks off. Because that's what it really comes down to. People will come to me and say, do you do a membership? Have you had a membership? Like, what can you do? This and that. And I think that they're looking at it from a scalability perspective. Like, oh, I can charge more people money than I can just doing this like one-to-one service or doing like, how can I get money? How can I do? And I'm always like, how can you deliver something that's awesome? Like, why don't we ask that question first? How can I deliver something that is so freaking awesome that people not only buy it, but they buy it and then they tell their friends about it? That's what the goal should be, is how can I create something so incredible that people are buying it and they're telling other people about it? Why don't we make that the goal in 2023? Let's make something that is binge-worthy that people are so excited to share with other people because that is how things can spread. That's how you grow. That is how you scale. And who knows, there may be other ways that you can do some really creative exclusivity or private things that will come on the scenes in 2023. So this is where I like to have the idea of you never know what's going to happen, right? And just be open to the idea. Like consider the fact that you'll try something new with exclusivity in 2023, even if you don't know what that is, right? I'm not saying you have to have a plan to have exclusive content next year, but I do think that you should be open to the idea that if something really fun and cool comes along your way that just lines up with the content that you're creating with your audience and how you like to express yourself, then I highly encourage you consider it. Okay, let's move on to prediction number three. And this probably won't come as a surprise, but it is something that I truly believe is here to stay. And it's more video and short content. All right, so hear me out. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Video, and more importantly, short videos, will continue, continue to be super popular in 2023. And when I say short, I'm saying like 60 seconds or less, because 
we all love long videos, right? We we do. We're, sorry, not long videos. We all love videos. <laughs> we all love videos. Not all of us love long videos. I'm not someone that can sit down and watch YouTube for a really long time. But what I have noticed is if I listen to someone's podcast for a really long time and then I go watch them on YouTube, I have this I guess we could just call it the basic thing what it is. It's a human connection, right? Because maybe for a while, I imagine podcasters kind of the way you do with like radio DJs. I will never forget. And I think I've told this story before, but when I was growing up, I always listened to the Kid Craddock morning show. So Kid Craddock, he was this radio DJ in Dallas-Fort Worth, And we just so happened to get that radio station. But granted, if you drove to one side of our town, you wouldn't get it anymore because we were like an hour and a half away from Dallas. So if you got too far on the outskirts of town, you would no longer get the radio station. But if you were in town, you were good to go. I listened to this radio program every single day with my dad when he would drive me to school. And it was just my favorite. It was so, so, so incredible. And one day we were in Dallas. I have no idea why. We were driving through downtown Dallas, and I saw a billboard that said the Kid Craddock Morning Show. I had never seen what these people looked like. Never, never in a million years would I have imagined what they looked like in my mind to be what they actually were on this billboard in the middle of downtown Dallas. But once I saw their faces, everything changed. Everything changed. Even as a little kid, even as a little kid, I've been listening to them for years and years and years. And then all of a sudden I see them and I was like, oh my gosh, Kelly Raspberry has bright red hair. And Kid Craddock has the biggest grin on his face, just like I thought he would. And then Big Al Mac, like he just looks so suave, like, because that's what he always pretended to be, like on the show. But then I was like, oh my gosh, I guess he's actually like, that's who he is. Like, that's his personality. So all I'm saying is audio is incredible, right? Obviously, I've taught so much about podcasting for years and years, and it's something that I truly love, but also it only takes you so far in making that really deep connection with your audience. So I'm not saying, okay, you got to commit, you got to go live on Instagram every day, you got to put your face on video, you got to do TikToks, you got to, I'm not saying any of that. All I'm saying is that video is here to stay, and it is that human connection that might be missing from your content. And considering adding some sort of video in the new year can only help you. It's not going to hurt anything. I can tell you that right now because we do love being able to connect with people through video and You just can't replicate that with any other type of media. So having that human connection with video is going to continue to be super important. But now let's kind of flip the script for a second because audio and long form content is still going to be around, but it may be shifting slightly. So here's my prediction. Your favorite content The stuff that you love to consume is going to keep producing shows and episodes and videos and other consumable pieces of content, but it's going to go from one long piece 
into shorter, more frequent episodes. Because we really saw this trend take off in 2022, and it's going to continue to increase in 2023. So what once was an hour-long podcast episode once a week may turn into three weekly episodes closer to 20 minutes long. And this is something I think that you should try. Like if your content is over 30 minutes right now when you're producing it, I think that you should cut it down into two episodes or three episodes because not only will you have more touch points with your audience throughout the week, but your content becomes more bingeable when people can consume it faster. Now, I know I talk about Amy Porterfield a lot on this podcast, but it's, you know, she's someone that I look up to. She's someone I see as a mentor. And one of the things that I saw her doing this year is shifting her content into having the more frequent episodes. So she went from having one episode last year to three podcast episodes this year. So she now has her Tuesday shorty episode. She has her Wednesday, like super, super short, like motivational tidbits and stuff. And then she has her Thursday episodes, which are her longer form either solo episodes or interview episodes, but that are just a lot meatier. And I think that this is fantastic. I think it's great because it gives people more options. It it makes it more bingeable, especially when you're like, oh, there's two episodes from Tuesday and Wednesday I haven't listened to, but I can catch up in those, you know, in less than 30 minutes. Okay, done. You're listening to them, but you're also getting another dose of her throughout the week. But I wanted to give you another fun example just because I can't shut up about this show. So (laughs) I love the show Emily in Paris. Like I cannot wait for this to come back on Netflix. This is season three and they just released their latest season. And it took me, I'm embarrassed to say, less than 24 hours to consume the whole thing. Yeah. Less less than 24 hours. Now, how how did I make this happen? No, I did not neglect my family and go shut myself into a dark room and watch it for a little bit. But each episode was less than 30 minutes. I think that the finale episode may have been around 30 minutes, but they were short, short episodes. So 10 episodes times 30 minutes, right? You get 300 minutes, which is around 500, sorry, 500 hours, five hours. That's how long it was. I was still in the hundreds in my head, but 300 minutes is five hours. And I watched the whole thing. I was wrapping Christmas presents and making cinnamon rolls and doing stuff around the house for Christmas. But those shorter episodes felt like 15 minutes long because they were so bingeable. So when you create something that is shorter, then it's going to make it to where your audience can consume it faster. Now, I know you're not producing a Netflix show, right? So let's get back to your content. But those are my three predictions for 2023. So let me do a quick recap again. One, you're going to be using AI technology on a regular basis. Two, exclusive content is going to still be super, super popular. And number three, more video and shorter content is going to be all the rage in 2023. But I wanted to give you one last piece of advice today. 
And that is your content will continue to ebb and flow with the latest trends and consumer habits. So you might be red hot one day and then realize you need to pivot the next, okay? Like this is kind of the nature of content, but the one constant that's kept me going for nearly five years is my love of creating. Y'all, I just, I really love podcasting. I enjoy podcasting so, so much. I like making YouTube videos. I like making videos. I truly do. Like, it's fun for me. It's this creative outlet. It's this thing that I just really enjoy a lot more than I thought I would. But I just love creating something, So no matter if the predictions I shared today come true or not, or trends come and go, what I want you to walk away from this episode today is I want you to follow the path of least resistance to the things that you love to do. So don't just chase the shiny objects of people saying, oh, here's the latest Instagram trends and here's this and here's that. Like, Be open to trying things But at the end of the day, settle on the things that you really love to do. If you love a podcast, do a podcast. If you love doing video, do videos. If you love doing some other type of content that I don't even know about, then continue to do it. But at the end of the day, do what you really enjoy because that is going to be the thing that keeps you going. Okay. That's what I have for you today. This is the last episode of 2022. That sounds so crazy to say, but I know 2023 is going to have some incredible things in store for all of us, and I can't wait to see what that looks like. So go check out the show notes for today's episode. Go check out what the bot wrote for me in the magic right for Canva, and go try it out. Like If you have a Canva account, like go try it out today, please, 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 because it's super, super cool. It's in their docs feature. Like if you go to Canva and just go to the main page, click on docs and it'll like, it's just, there's a whole tutorial in there. It's so fantastic. Go check those out. But that's all I have for you today. So as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 